Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. As he continues his feud with Jewish thug Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL over the censorship Greenblatt demands on X, Elon Musk has decided that his best tactic now is to show just how much he loves Jews, which he might be slightly exaggerating and yet still be true. Musk used his meeting with Israeli leader Benjamin Netanyahu to prove his point. For those who'd like to see the conversation between Musk and Netanyahu, I'll embed it in the text version of this broadcast on nationalvanguard.org, and I'll also give you a link to a transcript of the conversation. After a few pleasantries on both sides, Netanyahu began with a mealy-mouthed demand for censorship. Quote, Well, I know your commitment to free speech. I respect that because I think it's the foundational thing of democracies, really. But I also know your opposition to anti-Semitism. You've spoken about it and tweeted about it, and all I can say is I hope you find within the confines of the First Amendment the ability to stomp out not only anti-Semitism or roll it back as best you can, but any collective hatred of a people that anti-Semitism represents. And I know you're committed to that, so I hope you succeed in it. It's not an easy task, but I encourage you and urge you to find a balance. It's a tough one, close quote. To which Musk replied, quote, Yeah, I think generally I'm sort of against attacking any group. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm in favor of that which furthers civilization and which ultimately leads us to become a space-bearing civilization and where we understand the nature of the universe. So we can't do that if there's a lot of infighting and hatred and negativity. Close quote. Musk knows better, far better than that. I'm stunned by the stupidity of that remark. It's infighting and hatred and negativity that's stopping us from understanding reality and colonizing other worlds? Really? How about the energy and wealth and time expended never to be regained in order to feed and manage infinity 75 IQ Negroes and infinity 85 IQ brown people? How about the catastrophic decline in human intelligence that is caused by the proliferation of such types? and by the largely Jewish Bush to suppress the births of the supremely creative white people of this planet. Musk continued, quote, Now, free speech does at times mean that someone you don't like is saying something you don't like. If you don't have that, then it's not free speech. Now, that doesn't mean some sort of negativity should be pushed upon people, because for the X platform, unless it's interesting, entertaining, engaging, then we will lose users. People will want to not use our system if they find it to be unpleasant. Our overarching goal 
for the X platform is to maximize unregretted user time, close quote. And here he falls back into capitalist individualism. The purpose is to grow the audience, no matter what. If you can grow it by suppressing our best writers and thinkers, though gentle Elon says he will only de-boost them, and instead promoting funny animal videos and entertaining grifters, then that's what should be done. There's betrayal in that, Elon. Think about it. The true fact of the matter is that it is among those the Jewish power structure calls haters where you will find the thinkers and writers and leaders most likely to set stars above the people and lead them higher. The very ones we need to seed the stars with our kind. Musk continued, quote, Any given day, there's on the order of 100 to 200 million posts to the system. This is a lot of material. Some of those are going to be bad. It's impossible to say. You can't police it in advance, but you can say after the fact, oh, it's getting reported as hate speech. Okay, well, we're going to de-amplify. We're not going to promote hate speech because we think probably that's not what people want to hear, close quote. To which Netanyahu responded, quote, Well, I think the other thing is that it doesn't stop you from coming out as you have and as I do on every possible forum and condemn anti-Semitism. It's just this collective hatred of a people You say they have to be banished, they don't have a right to exist, they don't have a right to a state of their own, and so on. Close quote. It's quite glaringly obvious, isn't it, that what Netanyahu is saying is that Jews have an absolute right to a state of their own. But whites who want the same thing for themselves and who criticize the massive century-long Jewish effort to prevent us from having a state of our own, are haters who should be stomped out. I'll continue with Netanyahu. Quote, The vile things that are said, I don't care if they come from the hard left, or from the hard right, or white supremacists, or I don't know, ultra-progressives. For me, that's something that I condemn, and I think that it's important to come out. That's quite a separate question. The condemnation is quite separate from the question of access. The one access idea that I have, and I don't even know if it's technically possible, is to prevent the use of bots. Armies of bots to replicate and amplify it. So at least if you get a crazy guy and a hateful guy, Let him be speaking for one voice rather than arming an army of fake millions to do this, close quote. And Elon Musk rushes to agree, almost as if it's a scripted point that they've prearranged to publicly agree upon, quote, 
Absolutely. This is actually a super tough problem, and it's probably really, I'd say, the single most important reason that we're moving to having a small monthly payment for the use of the X system. It's the only way I can think of to combat vast armies of bots. Close quote. Now that's really a bizarre exchange. Both of these men are too intelligent to actually believe that Jew-critical writers on X are using armies of bots to boost their readership. That's something that state-level intelligence agencies have access to, like the FSB or the Mossad or the CIA. That's something that large corporate interests have access to as do major political parties and their heavily Jewish donors. That's something that criminal gangs of hackers for hire have access to. But the hated, marginalized, despised, deplatformed, ostracized, bankrupted, censored, pro-white and Jew-critical writers out there? They are near powerless, increasingly criminalized, and about as likely to command a bot army as they are to command ten armored divisions and half the Pacific fleet. They are a real grassroots phenomenon, and both Musk and Netanyahu know it. Shortly after his talk with Netanyahu, Musk took part in another meeting with Jewish leaders. According to the Jerusalem Post, quote, among the participants in the discussion with Musk were conservative media figure Ben Shapiro, Rabbi Ari Lam, CEO of B'nai Zion, Rabbi Abraham Cooper of the Simon Wiesenthal Center, Nathan Sharansky, former chairman of the Jewish Agency, Rabbi Shmuley Botich, an author and social media influencer. Advocate Alan Dershowitz. Rabbi Menachem Margolin, chairman and founder of the European Jewish Association. Rabbi Manis Friedman, co-founder of Bais Shana Institute of Jewish Studies. And, potentially, Reuven Rivland, former president of Israel. Close quote. Yes, you heard that right. Musk met with Jeffrey Epstein's pal and attorney and co-defendant and also Donald Trump's pal and attorney and Mossad Island guest Alan Dershowitz. What a world we live in. A world where the Alan Dershowitzes are lauded, worshipped, and rewarded while truly great men like William Pierce and Revelo Oliver are ostracized, harassed, and censored. In the meeting which took place on X's Spaces audio discussion forum, Musk went all out to show his closeness to Jews. He said, quote, My entire life is pro-Semitic, close quote, and referenced to the Hebrew roots of his first name, saying being called Elon, quote, is like being called Bob, close quote, in Israel. Musk claimed that his parents sent him to a Hebrew preschool briefly in South Africa and that his father took him to Israel when he was 13. 
He said that he's visited Israel twice and visited the Masada site, where the Romans once laid siege to the Jews, also twice. He said he's been, quote-unquote, Jewish-adjacent his entire life, and once spent two years with a man he's pretty sure was a Jew and who surely would have noticed any anti-Semitism on his part. He added, quote, I don't know if I am genetically Jewish, but I am aspirationally Jewish, close quote. <laughs> One really has to take a shower after listening to all this oily groveling. But after hearing it, I am more convinced than ever that Musk is not a Jew. If he were, he surely would have screamed it 24-7 from every forum and pulpit he has available to him, considering how anxious he is right now to prove that he loves the unlovables more than anybody. Is Elon Musk deeply philo-Semitic, as Donald Trump is, as described by Andrew Hamilton, quote, Whatever his ultimate fate, Trump will accept it with stoicism. Like the rest of his kind, who are legion, he's philo-Semitic and will remain so to the end. It's axiomatic among such people that Jews have the absolute right to do anything they want to the world at large, as well as to their devout and loyal slaves. Close quote. I don't know whether Elon Musk's recent scraping indicates that kind of defeated-before-you-start servile mindset or not. There certainly seem to be some hedging and hesitation by Musk here and there, but it's certainly possible. It is pretty pathetic to see the world's richest and perhaps most powerful white man reduced to nothing stronger than hedging and hesitating when given commands by his overtly beloved, but perhaps resented, masters. Either way, we, the men and women of the National Alliance, will continue to do what we need to do to save our people, to gain our freedom and self-determination and a nation of our own again, regardless of anything Elon Musk might do or not do. There is no possibility of the smallest compromise on that point, because compromise means death. Supporting any group that does compromise on that point, white living space for us alone, is the same as wishing death on your own people. Choosing between the National Alliance and quasi-nationalist groups who just want a white majority, pretty please, or non-racial civic nationalists, or respectable yet edgy conservatives led by the likes of Ben Shapiro or any other anti-white Jews is literally a choice between life and death for us. Make 
the right choice, the responsible choice, the only choice. Support the National Alliance. Until next week, this is Kevin Alfred Strom reminding you of the words of Richard Berkeley Cotton. Freedom is not free. Free men are not equal. And equal men are not free. Are not free.